September 2nd, and uh, this is Curtis Morris with another episode of Native Higgs Show, and this is going to be uh, one of my, probably my better, <laughs> my better shows, because we're going to, I'm going to talk a little bit about UFC, uh, some of the, the NBA, WNBA, MLB, how's, that, how's all that going, and... I'm going to give you my take on the NFL. All the games. We're going to run through all the games. And uh, not a lot of Husker news going through the pike. You know, just that Big Ten bullshit going on. But uh, let's get this thing started. Yeah, well, yeah, this is good. This is, so far, it's a good week. Very nice weather we're having. I got my cardio in today. I'm feeling a little bit better. My body is really fucking sore right now. So we're gonna. I gotta. I think that's my body telling me, "Hey, dude, you're not. You're not 25 anymore. Take it easy." So I'm. <laughs> my muscles are sore. So I was. I'm gonna be laying down for the next day, and sit in the soak. How about that? Just a soak. That must be a big... Every time I watch a TV show, it's always someone's always like, let's get a good soak in. Joe Rogan, he, he says, get a good sweat in. I ain't been doing that. Get a good sweat in. But then I hear... You hear a bunch of shit. Every time you go and try to do a diet, or you try to eat something different, or, you know, you try to, you know, portion yourself. First of all, portioning and dieting just makes you fucking hungry. I, that's just, there's no, you got to have really good discipline. Or if you eat and get full, it's got to be on, like on something with nothing, no taste, cardboard. Maybe a bug. Something with like taste horrible or just absolutely no taste at all. No, no, no sugars. And I pretty much, I don't eat a lot of sugars. I don't like chocolate. I don't like bacon. And, and I don't, I, just, I don't eat fast food. I used to, I used to, my discipline on that one was terrible. But now it's like, now, you know, these days, I don't get, I just don't eat it. I don't know. Poor, poor, being poor will help you a lot. I, uh, I found that out. Uh, you, when you don't have any money. And a pandemic rolls through, and you really don't have any money, uh, you'll lose a lot of weight. You lose a lot of weight on that. That or crack. I always used to tell my friends, you know, I'm going to be getting on that crack. I'm getting all skinny and frail. Mm. Get that that beach that beach body that 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 summer bod going through. Now, I'm going to get that fall bod here pretty soon. Everybody knows what that is. You know, this is this is. This is the time. I mean, you can go outside, and it's so nice outside. And this is the time where you can go outside, barbecue, be comfortable. I love this weather. Open up all the windows. Let that breeze through. You've been, you've had the whole house shut up. You got the air conditioning on all summer long. Uh, it's time to open up the windows and just let that nice fresh breeze go through. Light a candle and relax. Just saying that right now just makes me want to just open up the windows and light a candle and relax. 
and put on some like to me like that's relaxed right there when you can you know turn off all the lights open up the windows get that natural light going through you know curl up on the couch and I like Big Bang Theory I, I got into that not a lot of people like Big Bang Theory but I happen to think it's funny <laughs> I've been like binging like seriously for the last like three months on just like random television like coach these are the things when I grew up like like when I was little I used to think they were funny growing up and watching coach and cheers and what's that the WKRP in Cincinnati perfect strangers and I go and we'll try to watch these things. They're not funny. I fall asleep. The Big Bang Theory is pretty, pretty dang hilarious. Uh, How I Met Your Mother is another one I like. Friends. You can't go wrong with Friends. Seinfeld. Um, all these Netflix ones I really didn't get into. I try. Every time I hear something like like a Netflix show, someone's like, Orange is a New Black. No, I don't, I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch Orange is the New Black. Well, I like HBO's, HBO television shows, too. Kirby Enthusiasm, probably one of the best shows ever made. I mean, every single episode is just fucking hilarious. Uh, 30 Rock is pretty funny. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's more, a lot more out there. Uh, Game of Thrones, holy shit. I lost so much sleep, and I had a job. When... I lost so much damn sleep watching the Game of Thrones because you just want to watch the next episode. And by the time you know it, the sun would be coming up. I mean, I it'd be like five in the morning. I'm like, oh, shit. I got to get some sleep. I got to get up at seven. One more, one more episode. I got to see how Peter Dinklage gets out of this. The Walking Dead, the first three or four seasons, the first three or four seasons on that, I, I, I got into it, but they went, when they went to that, that terminus or whatever it was, and they, there was, they ran into the cannibals, that was a, that was a good, that was a good one, but then they were like all on their own, they, they split up. They split up and they do their own shit and they're just walking and talking. I don't, I don't want to listen. I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch a bunch of characters walking and talking. They got away from zombies. I haven't. I haven't watched the. I think the last one that was Terminus. I haven't watched an episode after that. What What's the one with the guy with the tagger? That one. I I think I watched some of that season. Um, Gotham. Gotham was a really good one. I really got into that. I, I binged that all the way through. Every single season. That was a good that's that's a good that was a good show. They shouldn't have stopped that. I was hoping that they would go through the whole episode because Bruce Wayne was a kid and you learn that, that that their butler was that what's his name? Alfred. He 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 was like a badass. And I was hoping that they would take us through this whole thing. I mean, give us 18 seasons. 
<laughs> Show us when Batman like becomes Batman and starts kicking ass out on the streets in the dark. I like Gotham, so what other shows is there? Oh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, that that show. That's another one. Breaking Bad. These are shows where if you have something to do the next day, don't get into it. Because you're going to want to see. Because you, you have to watch the next episode. You, you can't just turn it off. I like Weeds. That thing tapered off, though. If you haven't watched Weeds, it's a it's about a girl who lost her husband that needed to make, make ends meet, and she turned to drugs, and she started selling it and, and fucking people, and, and you see her tits in almost every episode. I mean, it's a really good, because she's hot. She's like a MILF, so you were thinking like, oh, well, you know, hopefully they get to, because I think it was on, on Showtime, I think it was. You can see it all on Netflix now. It's all on Netflix. Weeds. The first, the first four or five episodes, like or seasons of that, was really good. But I, I kept into it. It kept me, kept me in tuned. Cause they, it would be funny. It'd be serious. It would be, like, oh shit. I think there's this one uh, season where she found she like a. She like a married a cartel leader or something like that. Oh, it's it's really good. If you haven't seen it, weeds. I'm plugging all these shows, and they should get be paid for this. Of course, you got all your know basic television series out there. Two broke girls. I don't know. Too much innuendos and double entendres, and I don't know. One thing I didn't like about Big Bang is about these nerds, okay? They're supposed to be like physicists and, and, and astronomy, astronomy guys and, and that really smart nerds. And they end up all getting married. And what kind of show is this? I thought this was supposed to be a show about us. I didn't get I ain't. No girl like that would be ever interested in some a nerd. Penny from Nebraska. Some hot blonde girl next door falls in love with a, a scientist, a doctor. And, and that's a, I guess it's just a show, but still, to me, it's like, no. And every one of them married all, like these hot girls. Like, what, what happened to being the nerd and, you know, liking... Doing nerd things, gaming, D and D, Quidditch, you know, nerd shit. I mean, there would there would be glimpses of this and that, you know, their their geekiness, but it just like fell off into where they just all got like hot hot girlfriends and all got married. But, you know, every episode had something different. I liked it. I'm I'm just, like, buying all these uh, TV shows when I was little. The cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons. I explained this to my ex-girlfriend. Like, 
She didn't believe what I was saying. I was like, yeah, you guys, when you get, when you were growing up, you had Cartoon Network. You had, you had like Boomerang and just, I didn't have that. Us 80s kids, we didn't, 90s, we didn't have that shit. We had Saturday morning cartoons and that was it. We had the Disney Channel and if you're rich enough and you were, were, were well off, you'd get it. I didn't have HBO. I didn't have, you know, the USA Cartoon Express. I went to my aunt's to watch that. She had that. I couldn't watch primetime tele, primetime wrestling. I went to my aunt's Saturday, Saturday night main event, you know, Saturdays was a shit when I was growing up. It was, and then you try watching like, Cartoons on Saturday mornings these days. Bullshit. I tried watching it. It's like it's like TV shows. There's no cartoons. No wonder these kids stay inside. I mean, Saturday when I was explaining Saturday morning cartoons with my girlfriend, it was like I was trying to teach her like Like, I was saying that I was talking into a different language. <laughs> he said, she's like, so you're telling me there was a certain day that at a certain time that was set aside just for kids. I was like, yes, Saturday mornings. And if your ass wasn't up at, at, at seven o'clock in the morning, you missed it. And that was it. You didn't have no reruns. They didn't have it on like a, at late at night. After school specials, you had after school specials. We had Goof Troop and Gargoyles, and you know, after school you could watch these. But Saturday mornings in the eighties, oh shit! You had Beetlejuice. You even had like just just certain certain cartoons. And they would have like episodes every Saturday, Ghostbusters. Uh, they had, we had TGIF on, I think, ABC or something like that. Boy Meets World. We had shit when we were kids. I mean, I'm not complaining at all because there's like something different for a generation of kids. And we, when we were kids, we had Saturday mornings and... After, before school, they had cartoons, and after school, they had cartoons. K-Meg. K, or, uh, what, is it, what channel is that? CBS? I think it's CBS. Because your basic channels. CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox. I think it was Fox. No, yeah, I don't know. So I'm like, <laughs> she didn't get it. She didn't get what I was trying to say. I was like, yeah, Saturday mornings, every every morning. Even the even the commercials were for kids on Saturday mornings. The cereals and the 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 latest night like, action figures and toys. McDonald's always had the with the fucking clown. 
I'm just trying to keep busy, you know. And I've been buying these, like, seasons of, you know, I bought a COPS. It was C-O-P-S, you know. It was a cartoon back in the day. Was it motorcycle, motor, motorcycle mice from Mars? Transformers? Um, battle, battle cats? He-Man? The toys were the shit too. Growing up with the toys we had, no complaints. I see the toys they have now, oh my god. Nothing. See, I'm a Lego builder too. I don't know if you guys knew that. I build Legos. I love Legos. I get them whenever I can. I got like, like at least like thousand dollars worth of thousands of dollars worth of Legos up in up on my shelves. And I'll sit there and you know I like building. It's just. It's like a hobby, you know, some people like models, some people build model cars and airplanes and color and drawing. I do, I do, I do draw, but I like Legos the most. Because <laughs> when you get into it, I mean, you, you want to finish it and it takes, and by the time you know it, it's been like three hours. I think it's fun. Okay, let's get into today's episode. I'm getting off track big time. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about UFC. A lot of things going coming out with Dana White. Everyone's just hating on the guy. I like it. Everyone's like, they need to pay. They need to pay the fighters more. No, they don't. John Jones makes $1.5 million a fucking fight. And if he ends that fight early... Then what? What? It's like, it's like less than less. It's one round is like a five minute round, and if he ends it in one, in the first round, it's less than five minutes, and you get paid a one point five million for that. Name me one job where you could clock in for three minutes and walk out. With 1.5 in your pocket. One job. And John Jones is complaining about his contract. He wants a better contract. Jorge Mesvidal, he wants another contract. Uh, um, Henry Cejudo, he left because of money disputes. I mean, you have enough. And all these, you, you, not the big complaint I have is that the legends of of these of UFC. Anderson Silva, Vitor Belfort, they, I never once heard them complain about money. Josh Koscheck. None of them complain like wanting money. Some of the best fighters in the world. Past champions, never heard them say, I need more money. And you never hear it. But today, for some reason, these guys think they they deserve $30 million a fight. I mean, it's a million dollars for uh, uh, 30 minutes at best of work. 
it's a dangerous job. I understand that, and I, there's a lot to go that goes into training. People say camps and and their their training partners, and they got to pay this, and the, they got to pay their their the their airplane flight and travel and. Uh, okay, you set aside what. You get you get paid one point five million. You set aside eight hundred for the travel and and room and board. All right, food. And how much you got left out of that one point five mil? <laughs> you haven't even touched it. Haven't even touched it. Didn't you want you you give a couple thousand to to training, your camp. You look at some of these houses these people live in. Just do that. I would love to live in a, a big mansion. Well, Dana White has a lot more. Well, you know what? He he's working his ass off too. He he's at every fight. Every every he does interviews, radio, TV. He's out there. I see him all the time on YouTube. I mean, every every you know, face off, uh, the weigh-ins. You don't see John Jones just showing up at a weigh-in, even if he's off or uh, he's not even on the card. You don't see that. You're not going to see a fighter. If he's not on the card, he ain't going to be there. Dana White's there. He's a hard-working motherfucker. DC, I have a big complaint with him. I think everyone knows that. That he just sits there and pouts, getting poked in the eye. Alright, okay. You got poked in the eye. How many it happens all the time. It's it's one of the things of fighting. Did he do it on purpose? Probably no. He didn't. No one does it on purpose. No one goes over there and just gives the the thumb to the eye. No one plans to go knuckle deep into your eye socket. It's just one of them things about fighting is just, and and people and if you lose and you complain about getting eye poked, just just stop fighting. And then Dana White, he comes on because uh, it was John Jones and Jorge Mesvedal want a better contract. And he says, well, we just signed like three months ago. That they wanted more money, why'd they sign it? We could have negotiated. He goes, if you waited one or two years, then we can negotiate. <laughs> See, that's the business side of it because he knows that if you don't do good and you lose, you ain't going to get that money. Especially Jorge, he's just lost. And going on like a, the cornhole tournament on ESPN and pushing a cornhole guy, which is like, he's like 120 soaking wet. Jorge Mezvalov, he's like a accomplished MMA fighter. Me and, me and Ben Askren right in the, right in the nose. <laughs> UFC. I like it too. I don't think I've ever. I, it's been a while since I missed a pay per view. 
and people call me average sometimes on the you know the message boards. I'm average my ass. I've been watching it since. Tough enough, tough before that. Before Forrest Griffith and and what's it, the American Psycho, Stephen Bonner duked it out on on Tough One. Ultimate Fighter, the Ultimate Fighter one. Watch it way before that. I remember when my my cousins or yeah, our cousins rented the when I was just a kid a VHS. They taped it. They they rented UFC one and they had the uh, uh, Horace Gracie on there. The first very first one. I watched it. My mom can't stand it. Every time we watch these things, she's like, oh, God, I hope you guys watch that. They just beat the shit out of each other. I was like, yeah, man, it's cool. <coughs> it's one of the best sports out there. There's a little thing I saw on, on, on the Internet that, that, that kind of took me by surprise. And it ended up being like a little, little, little stick, you know, to, you know, these people that take everything seriously. Uh, Laura Lynn and Kid Rock come out and said, we got hitched. And I read all these like articles like, wow, they, they got, what? Kid Rock and Laura Lynn got fucking married? I mean, Laura Lynn is like in her 80s. And Kid Rock was like 54 or something like that. <laughs> I was like, oh. Maybe maybe love doesn't have, a, have an age. And Laura Lynn came back on, I think on Monday, and she said, oh, it was just a joke. Calm down. And Laura Delane is a really good singer. I, I like her music. Kid Rock, I like his music too. I got his first one, Ball with the Ball, I think it was. I, I don't know which one. It was the first one, the very first one. Had Cowboy on it and stuff. I was I was a fan for, I'm a, I've been a fan for a long time of his. Music in general. Everyone always asks me, what kind of music you listen to? Everything. I ask people that all the time. What kind of music you listen to? And they say, all of it. I was like, oh yeah, even country? They're like, no. <laughs> I was like, I, I listen to country jazz. I even like that Zydeco music. I like that. All kinds of it. I like all kinds of music. It's got to be good music, though. I'm not going to listen to it. No one's sad. The, the blues is probably the one I'm like, yeah. I like certain kind of blues. Like up-tempo blues music. We're going to get into sports now. <laughs> I, I got a lot of NFL to get through. But one thing that always strikes me, every time I go on, like, looking through, like, try to get something to talk about on this thing, I always go through, and there's always something about elegant, elegant Stadium, the Raiders' new new stadium. And just kind of came across, and I was, like, reading it. I was like, what the hell is this? Um, 
Believe it or not, uh, it's it's they have them there. If you don't believe me, go there and check it out, or just Google it. They have sensory nuts. <laughs> a sensory nut. It's basically a booth off in the corner. A bunch of them. They have a bunch of them. Sensory nooks for the fan who gets unnerved and feeling the pressure of the crowd and they need to go sit somewhere. <laughs> this is true. I, 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 read, I read this. I'm like, this, this is crazy. Elegant Stadium has sensory has nuts, huh? huh? For the nervous fan. And uh, and I guess it's, it's for one of them like really serious Raider fans that just, you can't be serious because, you know, they're, they're in Vegas now. It's just, these, these booths are just for, like, the fan that just gets pissed off at, at other fans and needs to go sit down and take a breather. And they're isolated, I guess. You know they're going to, I think they even have a curtain to where you could have privacy in there and stuff. I mean, these sentry nooks are going to be worth more than just the unnerved fan it's for them like coke heads that need to go and take a bump real quick as though they're going to go in that booth and <laughs> lay one out on that table because this is basically what it is it's a it's a it's a booth it has walls and it's not that big and it has a table that's like a little bench on one side and another bench on the other i've seen it and a table and you go in there, sit down, and shut the fuck up for a minute or two. But I know that if you need it, if, if for you druggies out there that need the real quick bump, <laughs> these century nicks are going to be ideal. <laughs> I mean, just to close that curtain, like just chop one out and, and snort it, I guess. Uh, I'm not. I'm not advocating uh, uh, drug use on this thing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Take it for what it's worth. NBA out and doing it big. Uh, we're gonna get through these scores real quick. Like I said, there's not a lot to talk about. A lot of NFL to talk about. I'll give you my take and my uh, I'll, I'll do the pick. I don't know about scores. I don't know if I'm going to predict scores. But the NBA, Boston, Toronto, uh, when was this? Tuesday. Tuesday nights. Uh, Tuesday nights NBA games. Boston, Toronto for game two. Or is it? Yeah, game two. Boston does it again. Beats Toronto 102 to 99. So Boston goes up 2 to 0. Toronto not looking that good. Because when you're in like an empty stand like that, anything could go. There's no, like I said before, there's no momentum. There's no crowd to cheer you on or anything. 
if you want momentum, you could like look out to the virtual fans and see the people that are wearing your jerseys or whatever ruined for you. And if you see them clapping, you you know, the silence is deafening. Utah and Denver played. Uh, Denver takes it. 80 to 78. They went they they knocked Utah out of the out of the bubble. Bubble popped. They take the series four to four to four to three. Then earlier today, Miami, Milwaukee, Oklahoma, and and Houston all played today. Game seven too. I bet I better get on that. See what the hell happened. And MLB. These are the most the important games that in the MLB. So you have Atlanta, Boston. Atlanta takes it ten to three. St. Louis, Cincinnati, six to two. Tampa Bay, New York Yankees. That's the one that that the New York needs to win, and they did it five to three. They they they. They're, they're not, they don't leave the division. They're second in division, and Tampa Bay is first in division. Chicago Cubs leading their division against Pittsburgh. They take it eight to seven. Pittsburgh on the very low, very bottom of that whole thing. Cleveland, Cincinnati, very important game. Cleveland just whips them up 10 to one. Chicago White Sox against Minnesota. Minnesota takes that game three to two. It's a, it's a sprint to the finish. I mean, the Cardinals is right there, you know. You know they're going to be lurking around. They're trying to make up them games. New York needed to make up a couple games. The Yankees, it is. And then the WNBA. Connecticut, New York, 70-65. Connecticut takes it up. Indiana, Atlanta. Atlanta wins 102-90. And uh, Pittsburgh and Las Vegas. 85 to 92, Pitt takes the game. Uh, WNBA, there's not a lot of going on. I, I I don't watch a lot of WNBA, but I know some of them games are very exciting to watch. I watched the game and it was it was, it was pretty exciting. <laughs> NHL, one of the fastest, best games. A couple scores here. New York Islanders against Philly. New York Islanders leads the leads the series three to two. They lose the Philly four to three on Tuesday night, and uh, and uh, Vegas loses to uh, Vancouver two to one. And then later later today there was uh, Dallas and, and Colorado. Dallas leads that series three to two. To get to these NFL games now, this is what's going to take most of my time. Uh, <coughs> uh, this kind of snuck up on me. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't really, you know, thinking NFL, NFL games. What what are they going to do? What is this? What is that? I, they're going to kick it off. I know they're going to kick off. And it's only going to, like I said, it's going to only take one team to have like four, three or four COVID positive test. So Texas and Kansas City is going to kick everything off next Thursday. And I can't wait for this game because 
Texans always got the better of Kansas City. Always. They beat them like 31 to 20 last year. And you know Deshaun Watson is going to be ready. Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, and Patrick Mahomes for Kansas City. They were gonna, they're gonna probably come out guns a blazing. They know they need to take this game. No preseason. Travis Kelsey, Teron Matthews. I mean, we're gonna see what this team, what this team looks like with that with the championship year behind them. Defended champions on the Thursday night. I can't wait. That's, that's going to be a good game. Then you have the Jets and Bills for the AFC East. Jets with Chris Hogan, Sam Darnold, and Sam Darnold. Uh, he's a good quarterback. Uh, the Bills, Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, Josh Allen is a quarterback over there. Uh, Josh Allen. I mean, this is, the Bills, everyone's picking the Bills this year. It's like, well, you know, the Patriots ain't going to be the way they used to, so the Bills is going to have to probably be the team to beat in that one. I disagree. Until until the Patriots don't make the playoffs, I'm going to have to pick the Patriots in that whole thing. And the Patriots this year have the, the very tough schedule. The Patricks of Vikings, they're going to, uh, on the Sunday, these are Sunday games, by the way, Packers and Vikings. They still have Devontae, Packers have to have Devontae Adams, Justin, uh, I think it was a rookie, Justin Jefferson uh, from LSU, a lot of LSU players, Alabama I mean, you look at through all, all these rosters, and LSU has just covered the board. Vikings, you know Adam Thielen, you know he's going to be—he's always a good, a good wide receiver out there helping Kirk Cousins out. I'm going to have to—I'm going to—I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers over that that one. I like the Eagles, but or I like the I like the Packers, but you know the Vikings. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, but sometimes he's not all the time. Eagles and the newly uh, renamed Washington, just Washington now, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Eagles over that one. There's, Carson Wentz, he's, he's, he's a good quarterback. Injury prone, though. Washington's Dwayne Haskins, he's, he's, uh, the jury's still out, I think. This would be good for my fantasy football going through all this stuff. <laughs> then from the NFC, AFC North, Browns and Ravens. Uh, this is the, this is one of the, the, see, reading these names off, yeah, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, David Joku, Nick Chubb, and Baker Mayfield, and 
and Kareem Hunt. Those are some good names over there. Why ain't they winning? I tell you, Baker Mayfield. That's what it is. The Ravens, uh, that's just a tough game for the Browns. No, I mean, Lamar Jackson is just, uh, uh, and even the Ravens got a starter over there that's going to be a rookie, Patrick Queen, LSU, linebacker. He's a, he's a name that you're going to want to keep your eye on. See if he lights it up on that defensive end. Colts and Jags. Uh, AFC South. T.Y. Hilton for the Colts. Uh, Phillip Rivers leading the helm. I like Phillip Rivers. He just talks a lot of shit with all 14 of his kids. Jaguars, you know, they're 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 trying to make their way back from yesteryear, getting rid of uh uh Leonard Fournette. Uh, I don't know. Chris Conley, their wide receiver over there. Pretty good. Pretty good. Didi Westbrook even. And then you have you have Gardner Menshaw quarterback in that whole thing. I don't know. Then you have the Raiders and the Panthers. AFC West against the NFC South. The Raiders not making their home debut. They're going to be over there in uh, Carolina. Um, not a lot to go through for uh, for the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr is still that struggling guy that just they just believe in still. All the chips are in on him. For some reason, I'm gonna even though even though they don't they don't have uh, Cam Newton. I like Teddy Bridgewater over there in Carolina. Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, wide receivers, pretty good. Bridgewater has proved himself to me. I'm going to have to pick the Panthers over there. Then there's like the, the classic matchup right here from the NFC North. Bears-Lions. Uh, the Bears, God, they, they just win some games that they're not supposed to, and they lose games when they're supposed to win. We're going to see how Jimmy Graham holds in there. Their quarterback, Mitch Trubisky. Defensive tackle, Akeem Hicks. He's pretty good. And the Lions, Kenny Galladay, their wide receiver. Uh, Matthew Stafford. This, They paid him a lot of money to be average. I mean, if you, I, I'm telling you, man. For these franchise quarterbacks, just to take the, you know, hold that position hostage. Why all, all these other teams are just finding these quarterbacks like, yeah, we, we're, we're in the market. The Lions should be in the market. It's time, Matthew. Give it up. I mean, you have pins all over the place. You have metal plates and 
You've been put together like four or five times. I mean, you barely get tackled. I, I guarantee he ain't going to make it through the season. Somehow, some way, he's going to get hurt. Okay, then we get the Seattle Seahawks against the Atlanta Falcons. So NFC West against NFC South. Um, Russell Wilson, you know, he's constant. He's, I mean, even the coach over there, he, they have a good coach, underrated. As depleted as they were, you would think that they would be finished. And they, they just stay average, man. They just, they're always there. They're always in the hunt. It's just a good organization. And the Atlanta is, is pretty good, too. Todd Gur they got Todd Gurley over there now. We're going to see how he does. Matt Ryan. Just, he could turn it on. I mean, nothing has changed for Atlanta. Julio Jones. I mean, these are the same names that's been there for the last eight years. And they had, they had that good season. What changed? It did terrible last year. Nothing's changed, just, just, I don't know. The Dolphins, Patriots, I, I, the Patriots better take this one. Ryan Fitzpatrick, we'll see how he does. And the Patriots, Judy Ellman, Cam Newton, Sony Mitchell, uh, James White, Cody, uh, the McCordy twins, the, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they, how, if they gelled or anything, because I'm pretty sure Cam Newton's going to be starting that game. Then we head on to the Chargers-Bangles game, Chargers-Bangles. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor leading the charges after uh, ousting the new quarterback. Uh, the Bengals, A.J. Green, they, uh, last time I heard he tweaked something, like a hamstring or something like that. Hunter Henry at a tight end, pretty decent. And Joe Burrow. That's going to be, uh, I can't, I can't wait to see how he does. Of everybody hyping him up, I want to know how Joe Burrow does. Joe Broadway. That's what I think we should call him. Joe Broadway. Just that iconic picture after he won the, the, the college football championship. That picture with him, you know, laying back on that couch with a cigar. Just an iconic photo. I don't know who picked that, who took that picture, but that's a pretty cool picture. Then we have the Cardinals 49ers. Is that 49er team the real deal? 
Cardinals, that, that's a, it's a pretty good team. Larry Fitzgerald's still doing it on a high level. DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray leading that team. Their linebacker, Chandler Jones, leading that defense. That's a decent team. Just, uh, they're going against the 49ers. <laughs> we all know Kittle and Nick Bosa. Some of the big names over there. And Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think he's that quarterback anymore. I don't know. Maybe it's the playoffs and the, and the pressure got to him. But he looked like a shell of himself out there. Like he, he, he was terrible game for the in the Super Bowl. Then we got the, the uh, high-powered game right here. Very high-powered. Buccaneer Saints. We're going to uh, for the NSC South. So yeah, the Saints, Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook, Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara. You know, these are the names that, you know, these are the fantasy names that are going to be top. They're going to be gone. Drew Brees. And the names that are on the Buccaneers list is like a fucking who's who. It's like a fantasy team. With a Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Rob Garkowski, O.J. Howard, Tom Brady, LaShawn McCoy, and... You know, he's, he's, he's on the back end of his career. Levante David, Nemanik Kinsu, Jason Pierre-Paul, online linebacker, and they just signed Leonard Fournette to the roster. Just give him the rings. Jesus. The NFL's letting it happen. Cowboys, Rams, Cowboys, you know, with the little, trying to get Dak Prescott his, 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 his money, Zeke Elliott, not that, not that line, that, that running back that we, that we saw his rookie season, the Rams, Jared Goff, Cooper Cup, I mean, the Rams didn't really do good that last season. We're going to see how they do then. I'm just, the, I'm, the Cowboys should win that one. Uh, the Buccaneers Saints game, that, that's going to be the one to watch. That's going to be the one. Steelers Giants. Ben Roethlisberger find a new, 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 new self in himself. I think it's because everybody came out and started talking shit about him. He's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm reading the Bible and everything else. James Conner, he's that he's he's the one of them he's a hard working running back. I think he's gonna be gonna be standing out on his own. At, at, he's a really good running back. Little engine that could. Giants, you know. We're gonna see how Daniel Jones is. <laughs> oh my god, dumpster fire right there. Steelers should take that one. Then, then they ended it all off. The Titans Broncos. 
Ryan Tannehill for the Titans. We all know Derrick Henry. We all know what's gonna what's the game plan there. You're gonna have like like a hundred and hundred and twenty yards passing and six hundred yard rushing. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to take him down. Now that he knows his ability and he's got his confidence, if he makes it, you know. If he makes it through the season unscathed, you know. They're gonna have they're gonna they're gonna win some games. Just just because of Derrick Henry alone. The Broncos, there's not a lot to talk about there. <laughs> Noah Fant, that tight end, he's 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 gonna be one of my fantasy sleepers right there. He's he's one of them diamonds in the rough. Uh Philip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon over there. And Drew Locke. So, that's that's going to be a pick em right there. If you're at the bed, betting, betting lounge next Sunday. Oh, that's a Monday night game. I think, I think the Steelers, Giants, Titans, Broncos are on ESPN on Monday night. I think. But that Buccaneers Saints game, that's gotta be prime time. I can't get over that how big that game is. Yeah, the 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 Steelers Giants Tennessee Broncos are gonna be on the on ESPN. The Steelers Giants at six fifteen, and the Titans are gonna be kicking it off at nine ten. Yeah, nine ten on ESPN. Then on uh, Thursday night kickoff uh, season. The season kickoff, Chiefs Titans, or Texans. I'm sorry. So, you know, we're gonna have some football next week. I can't wait. With the president talking to the Big Ten and everything, who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? No news yet. You know, and the Buccaneers are probably just like just ecstatic to get. Cause yeah, LaShawn McCoy, they're, they're, he's a good running back, but Leonard Fournette is is just another notch above. Not a notch. He's a couple notches above LaShawn McCoy. He's young. You know, outstanding LSU running back back in the day. I mean, when he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars, he, he I mean that team was just. Just a shit, shit organization. They didn't know what to do with him. They, they never really used him. And why not let him go? If he asked for it, just let him go. And that's what looks like what they did. But, you know, NFL. I'm not a big NFL guy. I'm not. I'm a huge Nebraska college football person. And I like debating about it. I like I like giving my friends shit. Cause half my half my friends are, are Iowa fans. You know, whole that thing. And I live by the river and I could look outside my window and see Iowa. A cesspool of of miserable fans. 
Okay, I'm going to go ahead and end it off on that. It's going to be NFL weekend. I got a, I got a, a barbecue to go do this weekend, drink some beers, have laid back, and have a good time. Uh, I'll catch you all next week. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be busy the rest of the week. I'm sore. I need a rest. And uh, not to say this takes a lot out of me. I mean, it does. I like doing this, but, but other than that, yeah. I'll catch you guys next time, next week, Monday. I'll try to do one Monday, but uh, you guys have a great week, great weekend. It's supposed to be nice outside in the upper 90s in my area, anyway. I'm not talking about you know nationwide. So you guys have a great, great, great rest of the week, great weekend. I'll catch you guys next week. Yeah, you guys have a good day. I'm Curtis Morris for the Native Hip Show.